The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode. Uh, this one is for the uh, January 28th, 2019. And the name of the episode is Ronan the Implier. Ah, uh, yes. Another fine episode. I'm, I'm real happy with the way these are turning out these days. Uh, and I hope you're enjoying them as well. Uh, let's uh, get to it. We'll get to the brand new episode uh, coming up. Uh, Got to mention our sponsors, of course. Thank you to all who make this possible. First of all, especially, thank you to you for downloading the show each and every week and, and enjoying it. Thank you. Thank you for all the kind uh, emails and reviews as well. We, we, we like those. We need more of them. Uh, but <laughs> I don't want to seem desperate. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, one of our fine sponsors, longtime sponsor, open seven days a week, hold services free. With that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, Cabin Fever, Happy New Year from Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, playing cards, gift wrap, and more, located in the heart of Trolley Square, downtown Salt Lake, the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Cabin Fever is so much more than a New Year's card store. And the Twin Suns Cafe, of course. Uh, how many uh, Star Wars-themed cafes do you know of? <laughs> Chef Daniel has started a GoFundMe campaign for the uh, cafe to generate some working capital. He needs a beer and wine license. Go to GoFundMe.com, search Twin Sons S-U-N-S Cafe, and it'll pop right up. Give them a hand if you can. Black Velvet Boutique, of course, they moved to their new location, 595 South State Street in Clearfield. They are open seven days a week. You can uh, visit them at BlackVelvetBoutique.com, but they would love to see you in person. Our favorite locally owned sexual wellness resources moved to a new location in Clearfield. Haster Games, of course. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and Magic products as well. They are located at 6831 South State. and They're open late and seven days a week, so you can stay and play. That's their slogan, a great place to stay and play. You can try any of the games that uh, you want there at Haster. Also, Boostique. Uh, you're going to love the geek barware that they have at Boostique. Star Wars, Star Trek, drink can cozies, uh, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know. <laughs> and uh, Funko Pops as well. That's another thing I've started carrying. Uh, all kinds of geek barware there at Boostique, 315 East Broadway. Free parking there. 15% off when you say Geek Show says, hey. All right, let's get to this new episode. Ronan the Implier, after a message or two, please to enjoy. If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, Dr. Volts has got what you need. Go in and get exactly what you want. By Crom, Conan the Barbarian returns to Marvel this month with all new stories from the Age of Sword and Sorcery. The newest issue of The Gull is on Kickstarter now. Cheer as he defeats the robot menace. Laugh as he contends with the irksome squirrel. And cry as he eats hot dogs out of the trash. The new issue of The Gull, live on Kickstarter now. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 20 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Booze Teak can step up your gift-giving game. You'll love the geek barware. Get Star Wars or Star Trek drink can cozies. Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you. 
I know, and more. Plus Funko Pops, including Ivy's favorite, Death from the Sandman comic, and Funko Bob Ross as Deadpool, and even more geekware. Don't forget accessories for wine and cocktails to entertain and celebrate. Gift cards are available as well. Located at 315 East Broadway, they got free parking at Booze Teak. Get 15% off when you say, Geek Show says hey. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! And welcome back to the basement. Whew. Yeah! All she right. got a little spirited after that second episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I can't believe Shannon stabbed me. Yeah, but you're still alive. I, I know. fucking hate Toto. Chad's confessing the wound for you. I don't know what else yeah. you need. It's gonna I be can't okay, Lee. Complaining. All right. I know I'll be <laughs> all right. Stay with us. Yeah. Don't you die on us? Do you hear his velvety, soft voice <laughs> ushering you away from the light? It's just my bad shoulder. So <laughs> he can't believe Shannon stabbed him. <laughs> He's Lee George K. I hear it's, that so much. It's, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. So I've got I've got two things that I'm focusing on right now. The the first thing is uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting my endeavors on Bleeding Cool. Uh, your clicks, likes, and retweets have uh, kept me going strong. Uh, it's it's literally a job that is measured by how much it's looked at. Strange so to be in that world, isn't it? It is strange to be in that world. My stuff gets looked at, which gives me a step up on, on some other folks. So uh, I appreciate it, and thank you. Click on his stuff. Click on my stuff. Thank you. And uh, if the shares and the retweets help a lot. But I'm trying to make sure that it's quality content, too, that it's not just... Here's my five takes on why you should be watching the Ghost and oh, Mr. Good. Chicken. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I yeah. love the Ghost and Mr. Chicken. I don't know. come for Here's fucking Bill Knotts like that. Yeah. That's rude. It, it's Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Sorry, you charlatan. Wow. She doesn't really love him. But, but it's that's true, okay. Fucking poser. We won't even get into We won't even get into the incredible Mr. Limpet with her. No, or um, <laughs> yeah. What about the apple dumpling game? But, but I guys. do have a serious concern, folks. What about private eyes? You know, you can't even find that anymore. Have the, the last uh, the, the reluctant l- astronaut. Anyway, the last episode I put out a challenge. I basically I uh, was very worried about the art of Chad Harden volumes one and two on yes. Kickstarter. Uh, I said that if we did not reach two hundred backers by the end of the second episode, <gasps> that uh, the good Lord was going to take me back to the kingdom, and uh, we did not. <gasps> I mean, we got a lot closer, but folks, seriously, for the love of God, I don't want to be translated to heaven. I'm an atheist. <laughs> yeah, they please they- back. The Art that of Chad Harden, fun. Volumes 1 and 2. No, seriously, an anarchist atheist in Christian heaven would be fucking entertaining as hell. So maybe do. But please back our Fred Chad Harden's uh, book. It's now currently on Kickstarter. Um, we don't have it? a lot of time left to go, but uh, he's definitely inching closer every single day. Don't kill me. To being able to do this <laughs> independent comic project that I want to read before I get sent off yeah, me to too. Christian heaven. You can- right. Thank you. You should probably throw it to him now. Chad okay. Harden, Chad Harden, <laughs> who is who is sitting in for for uh, for let's see, J- Jiminy Jimmy, Jiminy Jiminy, Jiminy. 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 Yeah, I get to be Jay because I know Jay. a little bit better. Okay, uh, okay. I'm black. Uh, Chad, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. So. That's that's what we call cultural appropriation. <laughs> that's right. Whatever. I'm half Polynesian. Uh, that's so not half black. <laughs> so go to uh, Kickstarter and search Chad Harden. H A R D I N. Yep, it's just that easy. And, and pledge, and, pledge, pledge. And he, of course, is drawn. If you're a DC fan, you you are familiar with uh, Chad's work. Oh, if you're into anything other than the uh, the the Paul Dini Harley Quinn, yeah, you're it's, into yeah. Chad Harden's yeah. Harley Quinn. He's the guy who, yeah, it's the truth. Say well, it, and say I've it, actually Chad. Drawn mm-hmm. issues of Harley with Paul mm-hmm. in the original outfit. So I've even is he a I've dream? Done that. He is. He is. He a He's dream. a genius. Yeah, Harley's coming to Gotham soon. I'm going to have to talk to you after that happens. Can we talk about Arkham Asylum? I'm just kidding. Sure. <laughs> I didn't draw it, but, but yeah. Like yeah, you're but I so I Zatanna, Wonder Woman. You drew Harley. Zatanna? I did. Yeah, Number one. Zatanna's I did. my favorite. Right there. I got bumped. Books you got bumped of from Zatanna? 
I, well, that's bullshit. I drew it. It was yeah. one of my first assignments for DC, and they're like, he's a no name. We got to bring in a big name. So they brought in Stefan Rowe. Oh, that's so upsetting. Who? So my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say. Never who? heard of her. <laughs> I didn't just talk about <laughs> his Kickstarter, did Stephon's I? a guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never heard of Stephanie. <laughs> Don't know her. And actually, we're really good friends. Cool. I hate but, uh, Stefan. I'm so mad at him right now. <laughs> anyway. Working with Dini must have been a treat. No, it was. Well, yeah. and Paul wrote Zatanna, too. Because right. I don't know if you know this. He's married. Like, Misty Lee, uh-huh. she's a magician. And no. is like real life Zatanna. I, yes. My mind is blown. Yes. That's yes. so romantic. And Does she you, wear the fishnets? Yes. Does she, she does? Speak, you, you, does does she, she speak you backwards? You can Google it. You can Google it. She looks exactly. Does I'm, she know Wonderful? Right oh my God. He's so like living the dream. He is. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. fell in love with Zatanna in Books of Magic because she's like the mom that like pops by. He's like, is everybody doing okay? All right, cool. I'm going to leave now. I fell in love with <laughs> Zatanna in that episode of Batman where she helped Wonder Pig and Batman decipher how Wonder Pig became Wonder Pig. She's great. She had the bullet bracelets and everything. I'm going to do a Zatanna cosplay for one day of Comic-Con this year, so look forward oh, yeah? to that. Yeah, that's yeah gonna, I am. That's oh. going to hurt yeah. a lot of kids. Yep, It'll she's Zatanna. It was a really interesting <laughs> <laughs> issue. They, they were like, okay, draw the Rat Pack. This guy's supposed to be Frank Sinatra. Can't look like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is supposed to be Sammy Davis Jr. Can't look like, you know. And and then like Don Wrinkles was supposed to be the demon. And by the time I got to Don Wrinkles, I was like, forget it. I'm not even, I'm not, even, you know. Because I, I had raced the pages to the point where I was, Going through like the you're going through the your yeah. art gum eraser was yeah. dead because they're like it still looks a little bit like French and I was like I don't know. Fuck you guys. So, yeah the uh, the uh, the art of char- I'll make him a fucking cyclops the art of uh, Chad Harden books that you've got <laughs> on Kickstarter eye. right now those are uh, those are all those f- like- those are a collection of all the commissions I've done over the past two years mm-hmm. they were just sitting on my phone and my writing partner Gemma who's been very patiently waiting for me to have time for temerity she's like give me the pictures off your phone. I will make books. I will sell them. We will take the money that you make from them, and you will make temerity, or I will kill you. I'm like, okay, it's a deal. That's and, a, she, and Jimma did everything, really. That's a, that's a compelling argument. Really. And, yeah. and temerity, and I mean, she's that's, very talented herself. It's like a dream project for the two of you. It is. It is. And it's just a matter of, you know, we're both adults, and we're busy, and, and so this was her creative solution to how to get it done. Cool. So, yeah, so. just head to Kickstarter. It's right, uh, cool. Chad Harden, H-A-R-D-I-N. That's the beer making it hard for us. <laughs> no, it's a... <laughs> H-A- it's a oh, that's a fucking street vodka. No, I just think that it's great that you literally updated Harley Quinn. Like, you're the one who made her, like, more relevant than ever, and I think that's wonderful. Truly, honestly. We had a really good time doing it. Yeah. Well, and she means a lot to, like, women in comics in general, so I think it's pretty great. Breaking away from... My proudest thing was getting rid of this thing on her neck. Thank you. Oh, the collar thing. Yeah. Appreciate that a yeah. lot. I was like, I'm not drawing that every yeah. day. Yeah, like, what is that? Made, is that made out of felt? Is that her, felt? Fuck that. Her libera- her storyline where she where she liberates herself from the Joker is like such a great uh, precursor. Is that to Gotham the, City Sirens? The Me Too, uh, the Me Too no, movement was, in so many ways. That was, you know? our, that was our book. Yeah, and they was, really that was 25, right? Right. Oh, and yeah. They really, really handled uh, toxic masculinity. Yeah. She and bit his lip possessiveness. Off. Yeah. It was the first time that I ever saw people on like Twitter and like in internet spaces referring to that relationship as abusive. Right. It was right. the time you you were literally the ones who identified that and brought it to the public sphere. It was really crazy. It was a crazy time in comics for for people to identify such a yep. problematic relationship. And that made way. We have to give credit to Jimmy and Amanda for that. Too. Oh, they, oh, they for sure. Did great work on that. Really just, well written. Drew the pictures. Really well drawn. Yeah, but yeah. you still like body language is seventy percent of communication. So your drawing still communicated deeply emotional. Uh, part of that whole thing. And we, I looked great. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> 
when Chad drew Shannon. And I remember yeah. that. Shannon, it was your Jimmy. profile picture for a long time, I, wasn't it? I think I got everyone in, except for maybe Tony. Yeah. I'm impossible I've, to draw. I've, so. I've not been in. I think you're in. Am I? Did, I did I no one tell me? Page. Oh, no, you know, okay. I don't right. think I have. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I did. You guys are all a layer on Photoshop because when Jeff passed. Oh. Um, there was there was the, one of the next issues of Harley. They were at the movies, and yeah. I drew Jimmy. That's Jimmy yeah. and Jeff. Okay, and then but there's Photoshop layers with each one of you guys sitting next to Jeff. Oh, and I need to get. I need. I I thought I gave one to Jimmy, but maybe I didn't. We just we just went and we we bought up all the comics. We, yeah, <laughs> we, we we went to the store so and bought up all the comics and just print those out yeah. because I there was a time. It was all Geek Show and me in a studio in the middle of Enoch, Utah, with nothing around but bushes and meth heads. <laughs> and Hiding in the bushes. And, and me doing comics for like 14 years. And it was just Geek Show after Geek Show after Geek Show after Geek Show. Wow. And insanity. Just, you turn crazy when you get isolated. It was me and my dog, and I had full-blown conversations with my dog. Closest I've ever come to... Losing your mind? Wow. So speaking, yeah. so speaking yeah. to a dog, right? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. when she passed, I mean, I literally devastated when when Sue passed. Because you guys had oh, some yeah. plans. Yeah. You, you and the dog we, talked those. No, plans this out. dog saved me from a cougar. Yeah. Saved my my family from a house fire. What? She, she was a dog of legend. Yeah. She was like what kind of dog was she? She was just this dumb mutt that I rescued, but literally was just kind of with me for 14 years straight. Wow. And she, I went to WonderCon, and she passed while I was at WonderCon. Oh, she, didn't watch, she didn't watch it home yeah. when it happened. Well, I, I, and that's what the kid said. Yeah. Like, she was waiting for you to leave. She yeah. wouldn't go. She knew it would hit you. She didn't want to do yeah. it in front of you. So. Dogs are funny that way. Yeah. Yeah. My dog passed in August of this year, and it was the most devastating thing that's ever happened to me. Truly. More than, like, relative. Like, my grandpa's passed away, and I was really close yeah. to him. But he, like, he, you know, he needed to go. It was his time to go. But for her, it wasn't. It was an accident for her. That's the worst thing. Yeah. It is. Like, pets passing. Because they don't understand. Either. Yeah. Well, I I've been talking about this. I've got an 18 year old dog. What? Yeah. Yeah. What are we gonna have to he, do he, with? He, oh God. He's a, he's uh, his name's Smokey, and he's one of the weirdest, honoriest, yeah. and fucking awesome dogs of all time. Yeah. He's all deaf and shit. And I think that's... every single time I come home from work, it's a welfare check. I think he's dead every time. <laughs> that's right. I, I walk I in think... and he's laying there and he's deaf, right? So Tilly, my pit bull, she hops up and. Hi, I'm so happy. And then I have to walk in. I find Smokey's either on the bed, you gotta under him. the bed, or on the couch. And he's laying there, and he breathes really shallow anyway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I just walk, and I'm always like, Smokey! Hey, old man! <laughs> Nothing, right? And then I walk up, and, I just, and I'm like, fuck, he's dead. If he's stiff. No, I'm like, like... I, he's fucking dead. I just walk up, and I kind of like poke him in the ribs. Poke, and he fucking wakes up. And he goes... Ah! <laughs> and then he goes, oh shit, it's you. We're fine. Hi. Well, that's 126 years old. Yeah, oh, he's basically. 14 like, is a like, very good run. Yeah. I, I went oh, yeah. to uh, 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 dinner with a bunch of my old friends, like uh, Beth and mm-hmm. and Wes and people. And uh, I was, and then I was like, yeah, uh, Smokey's still alive. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> Uh, we haven't even finished the introduction. We haven't even finished the introduction. <laughs> uh, Shannon Barnes and everyone. I got an old fucking dog. Um, <laughs> come to Lucky 13. I got a pub quiz. 
and get some fucking money if you win. Mm-hmm. And just, it'll change your life and make it more sparkly. Make what? it rain. Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. All right. Lucky 13. Make it rain. <laughs> He's the uh, producer and designated driver of the program, Tony Quad T. Hey, check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, uh, or here on The Geek Show or on The Gadget Spot every other week. And our returning champion. Yes. Sitting in for Jay. I wrestled everyone to get here. It's Kari. It's me. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash peachycari. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at peachiestkari if you want to look at inflammatory statements that will further isolate me from humanity. No, I don't think you're. I don't think it's that bad. It's not that. Well, no. I mean, I delete my Twitter, um, my all my tweets every 30 days so that I don't get James gunned. Um, <laughs> There's an option for that? Yeah, yeah. it's called tweetdelete.com and wow. you can have it set to like delete all your tweets every three months every six months yeah so i do every month um just so like i don't know i can't imagine that i was the greatest person like eight ten years ago you know what i mean i used to be a larper if that gives you any idea into (laughs) the kind of person that i used to be so see i'll only be in trouble if like trump somehow assumes command forever right then I'll be in trouble. Because <laughs> it'll be like okay, it'll be yeah, the Handmaid's exactly. yeah, Tale. We, we will be rounded up. Yeah, the yeah. wall for you, sir. Executed. Yeah, His diet. That'd be, that'd be a cool internment camp, though. We'd have His, a good time. Yeah, we have a good time. Diet does not portend a long life. Yeah, as opposed to our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Who will live forever? Yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. All right. Now I I found this for Shannon because. Oh God damn it! I'm always so scared. No, no, no. This. Because this is because Picard is your. That Captain. is my cap. He's, he's mine your too. Yeah. John, John, he's no John. So I Cisco. I found the direction that they're going with the no. Captain Picard TV series. I'm scared. He's in a retirement no, home. No, it's going to be okay. okay. No, right. It's going to be okay. Before you start home. this, before you start this, I read this yes. article with the the showrunner. Yeah. And uh, he like uh, P- Patrick Stewart didn't want to do it. He didn't. And he was like, unless this is like, and he was like, I want it to be very different, and I want and. This guy, yeah, give me a challenge. Yeah, give him creative yeah. control. The, the yeah. guy that's created the series wrote him a thirty-page proposal about the series. Yeah, that's like thesis length. And, wow. and, and wow. where Patrick Stewart read it and said, uh, I get "I'm it. in. Well, I get it. Let's oh. make it so." He said, "Yeah." <laughs> so here's here's <laughs> you um, got me. here's here's what he's saying, and here's here's the interesting thing. It ties into JJ's 2009 Star Trek movie. Mm. Oh, because they're going to go post Explosion of Romulus. Did, oh, well, man. yeah, uh, that's that's basically what happened. Is Admiral uh, Archer's beagle is referenced in the first Star Trek? Do you remember that? Yeah, I was like, oh, that's weird. Uh, but, <laughs> and a transport phasing accident. Okay. <laughs> According to uh, Kurtzman, um, Picard's life was radically altered by the dissolution of the Romulan Empire. Yeah, because their sun exploded and destroyed it. Because yeah, the, the whole reason why Spock was even there was the reunification episodes yeah. in the next gen. Yeah. yeah. And that fell apart. And then warring factions of the yeah. Remans and Sela's daughter. Because it was Spock and Picard oh, worked together right. on that. Yeah. And see. C- uh, but, yeah. but wait, that happened in the future. So why would it affect... Because no, the, the 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 events of the events of Romulus's explosion would actually be in the past for the Picard show, um, because that happened about twenty years after Next Gen. So if the show takes place twenty five, thirty years after Next Gen, it'll be ten oh. years after the destruction okay, of Romulus. Okay, okay, okay. Holy shit! Okay. Yeah, it's it's. You get to deal. It. You get to deal with Captain Data. Time travel's the worst. You get to deal with Captain Data on the Enterprise E. You'll have to deal with Sela being the commander of the Romulan Star Empire and the rebels that have reunited. What to about to pull? <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
someone help. But yeah, uh, this is this is uh, Kurtzman uh, talking. He says, uh, one of his goals as captain of the Enterprise was seeking a peace between the Romulan Empire and the Federation. Picard teamed with Spock during the events of Next Gen two-part unification that mm-hmm. you cited, in which uh, they learned that Romulans claiming to seek a peaceful reunification with the Vulcans were actually planning a secret takeover. And in the events of Nemesis, uh, Picard faced off with a clone of himself. Tom Hardy. Which yeah. was created by the Romulans. Uh, Kurtzman said Stewart agreed to return if only he could defy what people are used to seeing on Trek. So no more dune buggies. So no more dune buggies. Oh, he uh, he threw well, down I see an, more dune buggies. Yeah, he says so. he threw down an amazing gauntlet. Says if we do this, I want it to be different. I want it to be both what people remember, but also not what they're expecting at all. Hmm. Otherwise, why do it? Which so. is uh, really a stand I wish they had taken with the last two next gen movies because they completely went ape shit as far away from what made Star Trek Star Trek as they possibly could. You had Generations, which wasn't terrible. You had First Contact, which is one of the better Star Trek movies. Yeah, that's a great movie. And then after that, they just kind of like forgot what Star Trek was. They did, yeah. You know, I really hope, even though he was a total dick to me at Comic-Con. I mean, sorry, Fan X. I hope they they bring back Brent Spiner and de-age him. Why Digitally not? de-age him because the technology is fantastic. Yeah. I think they should make him keep him old and say he wants the human experience, yeah. so he's aging himself. He would do that. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't judge celebrities by your Comic Con experience. Like those yeah. guys are in hell. Oh I, no! Like you know, what I mean? you know it was what I mean? funny. It was actually a really funny thing. Like I called him out on on stage, and then we were friends. Okay. I <laughs> one of my favorite. I can't remember the illustrator's name, but I met one of my favorite illustrators and artists, Alan. Phil Noto. And no, <laughs> the lady that did the the um, the new Star Wars, the Force Awakens emojis. She's a fantastic uh, illustrator. I really love her stuff. The ones on Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And she she was there, and she was so just mean and dismissive, and I was like, oh holy shit! And then I literally found out, you know. Three days at a con, that's hell. Yeah, yeah. as somebody who's an introvert, yeah. you get sensory overload so yeah. quickly. Being you don't want to be there. No. You, you have to be there. But the, I mean, that's, but the money's too good. See, and that's what people don't realize. Like, you get paid way more as a comic yeah. artist doing conventions than you, you actually get paid doing for doing by, your work. For doing DC I re- or, you know, Marvel. Um, so. I interviewed uh, this uh, fucking artist. What was his name? Chad Harden. Oh, you did. That's oh, right. That uh, we did that panel. That's right. Dude, I asked him he was to draw such an me. Right. I asked him to draw me Booster Golden. He was like, "Who?" And I was now, like, "Now that's me, not Chad? true. <laughs> that's not true because I know who both Booster Golden." That was actually uh, Ryan Otley. <laughs> you know, I'm actually surprised you got Ryan to talk. I got Ryan, Ryan is one of the shyest guys. Yes, he really is. I used to go to draw night him. with him. That's why he talks okay. to me. Yeah, okay. and, and he drew me a Booster Gold. It was very yeah. sweet. Go. I'm like, I'm like Ryan. Come talk to my kids. No, no, <laughs> no. We 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 Ryan, tro- please. We had him on the show years ago, yeah. and you can go to geekshowpodcastarchive.com and you can find those episodes. He just there's not. there's a way to get Ryan Otley to talk. How's that? You have to get him in his environment. So yeah. I. A comic in, book shop. I, I sat, I sat in cat. on one of his 24-hour draw nights, Yeah, and the guy was talking the entire time yeah. because he was comfortable. He was in his element. He was around LR Illustrator. Oh, he talked to me. At, I talked to him all the time. He, yeah, like he'd uh, go to dinner, and, and yeah, like yeah. Derek's there, and we're yeah. talking. Oh, Derek's and an asshole. Nice I love him. <laughs> I love Derek, too. But I, it's just so weird, like, because you're talking. The biggest and sudden, asshole. Can you talk to me? No. Nah. No, I don't want to. No, appear in front it, of yeah, int- introversion is an interesting Although, affliction. Otley told me a, a story that I always and I always pass it along, and it's because it's interesting, and you you may understand this. When he was drawing Superman briefly, it was just a short time yeah. that he was drawing Superman. 
He says it was one of the most frustrating jobs he ever had because he would send in the work mm-hmm. and then somebody at DC would say, no, his hair curl has to be a certain way. We or, thank God for Jimmy Palmiotti, yeah. Yeah. who shielded me. We had a from that. We, oh, we yeah? got to see oh, yeah. a, we got to see a series of roughs for for DC at Bleeding Cool, where uh, you know, really dramatic picture of Superman, and and seventeen revisions later, it came down to they wanted his fist up in the air Ugh. instead of because they had him flying with his hands by his side, and they're like, that's they're not hard so enough. They're so anal it's, about their brand; it's such, irritating. Well, and, and I cannot tell you how censored Harley was. And we've bet and like the other day, Ooh. like one of my students the other day, like, did you hear about Batman's dick? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? There's no way DC would ever. And and they, then they did. I was, sh- I'm like, it was these rejected. are the guys where it's like, <laughs> and I've been, we, Jimmy and I have been begging for like an R-rated Harley. Yeah, yeah. let us show her oh, butt. Let us show her butt oh. or something. Right? It, it exists. Humanize yeah. that exists. woman. Why not? Because I've seen Photoshop. some of your like er, yes. like early stuff, and you're like, yes, yes, well, and then yes. we had to change that. And I think yeah. actually Egg owns some of yes. your uncensored yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, I actually there's this really funny quote from Neil Gaiman when he worked for DC doing Books of Magic, which is my favorite of all time. Um, he was like, I wanted to put a reference to masturbation because the main character in Books of Magic is a 13 year old boy. So he's like, I wanted to put a reference to masturbation in Books of Magic. And DC replied and said, "There is no masturbation in the DC universe at all." What? And what? Neil Gaiman replied, "No wonder well, they're that super makes villains. sense." Yeah, New- yeah, Neil Gaiman was like, "Well, that makes a lot of sense. That explains so many things that there's no masturbation in the DC universe." <laughs> and that is one of, like, by far one of my favorite quotes of all time because it does, right? It, it embodies yeah. your experience with DC that yeah. there is no sex appeal. Well, it, w- it was amazing, like what the censors would catch and what they they missed. But th- okay, so the Jeff. The Jeff Vice one, they went and saw yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> and there is there is a full blown ah, man. I'm, is it BDSM it's a podcast? You can say I, I know, I know, but no, you know. there's there you know you don't want anyway, to turn, there, you want to throw yourself there, under a um, bus. There are people enjoying themselves in in the theater watching oh, okay. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Yeah, and someone drops their um, popcorn. Not okay. popcorn, but you know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. there read, is read no the masturbation. Right, yeah. right. So, and that made it past. And it, next day, bleeding cool. Next yep. day, Rich doesn't miss a fucking uh, no, beat. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, and I was just like, oh my god. I know, I know. Because like your favorite like, bleeding well, cool. Well, and like, and Jimmy, Jimmy's like, okay, we're gonna do an issue where Harley throws <laughs> shit on Dan DiDio and Jim Lee and Jeff Johns, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, Jimmy. <laughs> So meta. He's like, he's like, just stick close to me. We'll be okay. We're doing this. I We're got doing you. This. Yeah. That's Nobody dies talks, on my watch. It's an escort <laughs> mission. Yeah. yeah. It's an but escort no, mission, he, and Chad's the NPC. He did, mm-hmm. he did so many crazy things. I was like, oh, we're gonna get fired. Uh, the, the character kind of warrants that. As an artist, that must be so stressful. <laughs> we <laughs> we had a great fun. time. It was it was like six in the morning. I had Space Madness. I was like, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing I mean, this. You're sitting there eating a fucking <laughs> bar of soap. Yeah, just it was, yeah. It was like it was. It was written. Stimpy, there's the red button. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> My crispy, crunchy yeah. chocolate bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's long. All right. After, After these messages, messages, we'll be right back. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. Delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. 
Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe and Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsunscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Our favorite locally owned sexual wellness resource has moved to a new location. Go check out the beautiful new Black Velvet Boutique at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Now, when it comes to sex, as with any healthy relationship, good communication is key. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique's helpful and friendly staff will answer your questions and find out what you need, or they'll leave you to your own devices. It's entirely up to you. Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. Go see the nice ladies at the all-new Black Velvet Boutique on 595 South State Street in Clearfield today. Visit them and uh, mention the radio show I work on, Radio from Hell, for special discounts. Ask our friends at the store for details. Black Velvet Boutique, their new location, 595 South State Street in Clearfield, or you can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or call them, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. Black Velvet Boutique. If you're a gamer, you know, love to play games, board games like uh, Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. My guess is you've heard of Haster Games if you're a gamer. They got new lines of metal dice to go with their gemstone dice in. They have a great weight to them. Diehard dice and gravity dice. And they carry more dice than anybody. And these have been selling very well. Guilds of Rivnica, a great new set for Magic the Gathering, is now available. Uh, for Dungeons & Dragons, a Waterdeep Dungeon Heist, two weeks early for sale. Go see this wonderful campaign for Dungeons & Dragons. Haster recently added more display cases, a sound system, there are more shelving for their huge game library, and yes, you can play games for free at Haster, and computer kiosks to help you peruse their inventory and order cards. Stop by and see all the newness at Haster Games. And tell them Geek Show says, hey, not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Remember, Haster has it. Happy New Year from Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for tin signs, lunchboxes, coffee table books, retro candy, playing cards, gift wrap, and a whole lot more. Located in the hearts of Trolley Square in downtown Salt Lake City at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a New Year's card store. Cabin Fever is wishing you a prosperous New Year. They are your go-to shop for laughter, kitschy memories, creative and fun merchandise. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year, thanks, in part, to Geek Show customers like you. For the record, being a local shop and catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years is no easy task. However, because Utah is chock-full of amazing people, Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you to 2019. Go on in. Let's all laugh together. Crom knows we could use a good laugh. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin Fever thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. 
broken news. Welcome to it. Woo! Yeah, Saturday! Name of the episode is Ronan the Implier. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We'll get back to it in a moment. Uh, Joining me for broken news. Hey, it's Jimmy Martin. Hi. I forgot what you look like. I know, I've been gone. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, Shannon. Yeah. And uh, his his upstairs neighbor. It's egg. Come it's on, egg, egg foo. I'm more than a neighbor. I'm a landlord. Yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> uh, someday you'll embrace the title slumlord, and I'm looking for. I know. I'm too, I'm too nice. Yes. Yeah. Now. Um, and Hudson. And yeah, you're your enemy, uh, Hudson. No, I, he, I'm his. No, who? I'm his enemy. I don't got yeah. no fucking problem with this dog. He he doesn't like you. He fucking hates me. This he dog. Loves me. Look at him. He's sitting here between Shannon and I to stop Shannon from leaping over yeah. the studio table. And ripping if my I, throat. If I out. talk to him, he growls at me. This is the only thing stopping Shannon from killing <laughs> hey, me Hudson. outright. Hey Hudson, how's your day going today? Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! God fucking hates me. <laughs> He's Hudson the Implier. Stop it, the Accuser. <laughs> Be quiet. Calm down. Hey Hudson, how's your day going? I love you. Oh, thanks, Hudson. I appreciate it. <laughs> Hudson likes Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, get to this. Now, I tried this bit on the radio, and I fucked it up, so let me try okay, it again. Okay, good. Try it again and not fuck it up this time. What if I already heard it? You probably did. All, All right. right. <laughs> if you already heard it, then then this is the this is the right version of it. I probably didn't. You know, because live radio, and I fucked it up. Um, so, imagine young me, and you were probably in the same boat somewhere along in just after 1977, and you're watching the Academy Awards, Star Wars was nominated for Best Motion Picture, along with a Woody Allen movie. Right. And that Woody Allen movie won. I think it was Annie Hall. It was Annie Hall. Good old Woodsy Allen. And we we all watched, and we were all so sad. And then, as we're despondent in, in our bedrooms, future you appears. Uh-huh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, God, what happened to you? <laughs> and that's the first thing he says. And then I say to, to, to past me, to young me, well, it's this, it's this adult beverage you should stay away from. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's another story. I'm here with news from the future. Well, well what, what, what is this news from the future? I noticed you watched the Academy Awards just now and were despondent that a genre film, a geek film, was, yes, nominated for Best Motion Picture, but did not win. I have news from the future that another great geek movie is being nominated for best motion picture. It's not Aquaman, is it? And, and that's the, that's what young past Eggfu would say. <laughs> and 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 future Eggfu would say, "No, you're close. It is a superhero movie." At which point, young you would probably guess. Well, clearly, it must be a Batman movie. Possible. Or. And, and, or a Superman and, movie. And Future You says, no, it's not a Batman movie. And then you, you guess a Superman movie. Well, because that's, these that's are su- the, these that are the, Superman movie was good that just came out. These are the big, yeah, yeah. these are the big characters, right? You mm-hmm. know, it must be this. And then Future You says, well, it's, it's, it's Black Panther. What the fuck? Oh, no, that's weird. <laughs> is, huh? the, is the first superhero movie that is nominated for Best Motion Picture, it's the first superhero movie nominated for Best Motion Picture. And you're going to say we're going to have a black president one day. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> See? That's, Man, the, that's the kind of crazy shit. Uh, once again, 
white people have just disgusted me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, what, what now? Uh, well, just, you know, the announcements of the awards came out on... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a week or so ago. Yeah, yeah. and every, like, if, like every, anything having to do with the Oscars on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. That was just racist as shit. Like, just this fucking white hate. Like, well, what the I, fuck? I don't know? understand. Because they're, it, uh, because of black, uh, because of Black Panther and uh, Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Oh. Yeah, and, but it was just They have like, a right about the second one, though. Well, <laughs> but what I'm saying, it wasn't based on the films. It was just straight up, no. I, in fact, I t- this is what I typed out. I was like, uh, for the last, like, two decades, white nerds, you know, uh, Genre films don't get enough attention and enough uh, recognition and awards, and uh, and and, go, and then Black Panther nominated for best motion picture and, and, and all kinds of and, and all and all kinds of awards and all kinds of praise put on it. Yeah, and then uh, White Geeks. Oh uh, no, not that one. <laughs> oh God, you know what I mean? About... That's exactly how it's been, though. Yeah, if it would have been Infinity War, they'd be. Jerking off like on, in the street. Look, highest ratings. You know, ever. you know. Look, I fucking loved Infinity War, but you've got to say Black Panther was, it was fucking a better Shake- movie. Better it was, movie. It was superhero Shakespeare. It was. Yep. It was. It was beautiful. If it yeah. doesn't it doesn't win costumes, that place is burning down. Exactly. No it, shit. It, after you, no shit. If you watch the short, I think it's on the Blu-ray uh, for Black Panther about how <laughs> they went to such painstaking lengths to get. Not just the costumes, but the look of Wakanda, the languages, uh, all of that. If if none of that stuff is awarded, it's just a tragedy. Well, and the only other movie yeah. that I saw that looked more beautiful that, than that movie, you know, the only that I saw mm-hmm. was Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse yeah. was a you know yeah. what I mean? Great, just gorgeous, great right? little movie. But um, yeah, and yeah. surprised us all. Uh, surprised, surprised Sony. They didn't even realize. I've had, a, I've had a kid talking to me, a third grader talking to me about that movie for a week. Really, Spider Verse? That's awesome. Just I like, talked to oh, <laughs> Philip Lord and Chris Miller last week. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were talking about Lego Movie, but we'll get. To oh that. yeah, the Lego too. But yeah. as I got up, he goes, "Oh yeah, thanks by the way for the UCF uh, UFCA giving us best picture for Spider Verse." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's <laughs> fucking awesome!" Yeah, that's right. The Utah Film Critics named Into the Spider Verse the best movie well, it's, of the year. It's a, it's kind of a game changing. Yeah, I think movie. so. Yeah. I, I absolutely think so. It's going to be one of those that you point back to yeah. and say well, that's where things kind of changed. What, one of know? my one of my Padawans went and saw it for his birthday uh, earlier this week, and he just came back. I, I told him, "I was like, You're, it's going to be like the coolest looking movie you've ever seen." Mm-hmm. And he came back. He's like ten, you know, and he's like. Mr. P, what, why did that look so cool? And I had to explain to him how it worked. Not the animation <laughs> process. <laughs> because it does look different than anything you've well, ever yeah, seen. Well, yeah, it does. And that's a unique animation process that Sony is, is, is going to trademark so that no one else can use yeah. it. Uh, it, it. Each second of that movie took a week to make. Or something, yeah. or, uh, something yeah. like that, you know, because it, it's, it's not just your computer. It's also hand-drawn. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, you know, so it's, it's just insane. But anyway, there you go, Black Panther, first superhero movie nominated for Best Motion Picture. Get over it, snowflakes. I don't understand <laughs> what the problem is. I don't know how you can see this movie and not see what an epic film it is. I, yeah. don't, I don't get that. Anyway, uh, to each his own. Uh, here's some other interest, and and I'm I'm looking forward to the Star Wars Disney theme park, mm-hmm. but at the same time dreading it because Anaheim 
Disneyland is already crowded enough. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking nightmare. And we add this shit into the mix. Yeah. It's mm. just... I'm. I'm, I'm going to wait for a bit. Go I mean, I like four years. I fucking love Anaheim. I love Disneyland. Yeah. I have every inch of that park memorized. It's, it, that's how often I have gone. But it's just gotten so crowded. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, this is just going to make it worse. I mean, I'm excited for this yeah. shit. Well, like, like yeah. the Marvel stuff they're bringing into California Adventure, all I'm excited for it, but at the same time, I'm dreading it. But uh, this, is, uh, this is kind of an interesting little thing I can enjoy at home. Mm. It's uh, coming months before the opening of the, of the parks. Uh, a five-issue miniseries comic book will give uh, Star Wars fans their first look at the mythology behind the Black Spire Outpost, which is what the, the area is called uh, for the Star Wars uh, Disney parks. Um, so uh, we're going to get to know some of the characters that are there, like uh, Duck Under, the infamous collector of rare antiquities, Apparently has a thing. Duck Hunter? Doc Ondar. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought he had a little brown dog with him. So, yeah. so it's going to be a gift shop. It's nope. a fuck, yeah, it's the gift shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what he's talking about. You're going to get the comic book, the yeah. story behind the gift shop. Uh, anyway, written by Ethan Sachs, uh, art by Will Sliney. Um, Why does every time our ship land, we have to go out through his shop? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our, our series will give fans a chance to visit the Black Spire Outpost uh, months ahead of voyaging to Batu in person. That's I guess that's the planet that it's on. Uh, armed with a top secret sketches and information from Disney, Imagineering, and Lucasfilm, we're keeping this authentic to the spirit of this rich new setting. I'd tell you more, but I already have the death sentence on 12 systems. Oh, clever. God, he's adorable, isn't he? All right. Uh, so there's that. Uh, yeah, they're continuing. They're moving forward with the Morbius movie. Uh. <laughs> I know. It's upsetting, Hudson. The ducks are gone. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they are going forward with the Morbius movie because, <sighs> well, Venom. Venom made all that money. I still some, haven't seen it. It's made so much goddamn money that they're like, are there any? Okay. All those other Spider-Man uh, movies that we shelved? <laughs> yeah. Let's re-examine. All right. Let's make that Silvermane. And, let's make the Silver Sable. Uh, the sil- let's make know. the Silvermane and Hammerhead buddy cop film. Let's look at it. <laughs> <laughs> let's not say no yet. You know. So they're moving, <laughs> they're moving ahead with Morbius. And uh, they, uh, Matt Smith has joined the cast now. You know, the Doctor Who? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they're not saying what part he's playing. Hey, you ever seen this guy called, what they call the Spot? <laughs> Let's make a movie of him. He's got spots on him, and he throws them. And his- he was a Spider-Man <laughs> character, wasn't he? That means And the spots, they float around. And his- that means Sony owns that. Uh-huh, and his yeah. hands and his legs could pop out, and they could hit him. That's funny. All right. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> This this not so funny. Let's make a Red Wolf movie. <laughs> I'd watch your Spot movie though. I <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, Brian Singer. <laughs> problematic. Yeah, a little problematic. Uh, there's a big article in the Atlantic uh, right now. You can go online and find it. Uh, detailing uh, new accusations of sexual abuse and rape of underage uh, boys by Brian Singer. Uh, you know, these accusations have been around for a while. I know, it's just Brian Singer. He's very upset. Hate, he hates him more he than he hates, hates me. He hates Brian Singer a lot. Uh, but uh, it's. I'm not going to get into the details of the story from The Atlantic. If you want, you can go. 
Uh, but the the part of it that's weird is that uh, they're moving forward with him writing and directing the Red Sonja movie. You know, oh wow! You know the Conan See, character, Conan the Barbarian character, Red Sonja. I have, I think I had lost it somewhere, but I had it when Robert Rodriguez was going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Rodriguez was going to do it. Yeah, and uh, I caught it at Comic Con. He lost, uh, he lost the rights to it. Uh, I, uh, but yeah, it's going forward, and they're going to pay him like ten million dollars. They didn't. It. Now he didn't finish Bohemian Rhapsody, did he? No, did somebody no. come in and yeah, I think this finish it. He came in and like the his other director came in the last two months. Yeah. So Brian Singer is still credited well, as director. Yeah. And that's it's. I'm sorry, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's super fucked up, don't you think? Yeah. Kevin Spacey's he he's his career's fucking over, and he did. Well, Kevin Spacey did the same kind of stuff. Has he been convicted yet? Kevin Spacey no, didn't it just start. The the trial is under. Oh, but yeah. he just got accused. But yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. He's gone, and but like, I think it's gross. Well, and I don't think they. I don't think he should get a job. But again, James Gunn fired. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I, um, uh, I don't want to say what I want to say because f- <laughs> fucking people get mad at me. But you know, but I think there's a reason for it. Yeah. Oh, I know. I think it's a double standard. And I for agree sure. with you. Uh, but Brian Singer, uh, like I said, I read this Atlantic article, and there's, there's a lot of witnesses, and Ugh. and you like know. it's it's nearly uh, Weinsteinish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it in really scale, is. in it, fucking scale. That's really the thing. Is. I will not go see another movie that guy's involved with. I won't do it. Weinstein. Well, <laughs> Weinstein's <laughs> never going to make a movie again. No, there's there's a bunch of projects that are now coming out that yeah. he that he had oh. been working on that. That uh, they just got bought out. They yeah, they got bought out, and his yeah. name's been removed from them. I believe. But the one, no, I'm last saying one was uh, the upside. The upside was one. Yeah. I'm saying singer. I will never go see anything he's involved with. Again. But uh, yeah, this it's it's disturbing. Uh, but uh, they're sticking to it. This uh, company called Millennium. They they're sticking with fucking them. dumb assholes. And that's the thing is that it it as as this article points out, and it's just it it's absolutely perfect. Filmmaking is the work of thousands of people coming together to make and release a movie, and keeping this guy impacts all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something to think about. And people are going to raise a fucking ruckus. They that will. They, and it's going to fail. They won't go see it. It's it's a hard character to sell to begin with. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be tough. Speaking of hard characters to sell. <laughs> recent Is it in- Morbius? <laughs> <laughs> recent interview executive producer uh, on the Punisher TV series uh, Steve Lightfoot said he's hopeful to include uh, Daredevil and the Kingpin in the third season of The Punisher. Uh, he says, obviously, Daredevil and the Punisher have a lot of history and story between them in the comic books. That's true. Uh, so it would be great to dig into some of that. Also, villains like the Kingpin, who also... Uh, that would be great, but come you're on. Not gonna get you're, you're not going to You're not going to get a season three. And uh, I don't think, honestly, you deserve a season three after season two. Was I it not good? I powered through it, and it was not memorable. Uh-huh. Uh, I, no, I take that back. There were some things about it that were quite memorable. They had really good makeup. <laughs> and there are parts, I'm not kidding, there are parts where Castle has, you know, he's in he's in this uh, uh, weightlifting gym uh, manned by just these Russian thugs, you know. And he takes one of the weights and pummels one guy's face oh, so see, much. I'm not going to watch this show. That <laughs> it... It takes on a different shape. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, Mm-mm. and there are a couple of scenes like that. I mean, if if you're into the the the, the torture special effects, this see, I can't watch season that two is just yeah. for you. Uh, and also, I have to watch with the subtitles on yeah. because uh, the the actor uh, John Bernthal. I texted Jimmy about this. Yeah. 
Uh, it's it's the uh, mumble and grumble show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't understand you, John. I know you're into the character, but I can't understand a fucking thing that you're saying, so I have to watch with the closed captioning on. That's funny. But he's so good in this role, and this is why he's I texted This is why I texted you. Yeah. He's so good in this role, I'm convinced that he's a fucking asshole. No, he's not. And, 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 I, and I So I texted you saying, because you, you've interviewed him. Yeah. Tell me he's not a fucking he's asshole. He's not at all. Okay, good. That's from what I had with him. That just means he's a good actor, because I totally believe that he's a fucking asshole. You know who's an asshole? Who's that? Morbius. Morbius is an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, even when I was a kid and he showed up in a Spider-Man comic, <laughs> I'd be like, ah, fuck that. This, uh, this fucking guy. I can pass on this one. It's a Morbius <laughs> issue. Yeah. I won't buy this issue. It's a Morbius <laughs> issue. I'll buy a Ghost Rider instead. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck Morbius. <laughs> I'll buy a Son of Satan comic <laughs> instead. Not bad. I'll buy a... What's the, what was the mailman's name from... Oh, Irving Forbush. Yeah, I'll buy it. Buy the... Not brand... Oh, no, Willie Lumpkin. I'll buy the Willie Lumpkin comic. Willie Lumpkin, Lumpkin comic. that's it. Yeah, the Willie Lumpkin comic. Fuck Morbius. Uh, did you guys finally see Bird Box then? Yeah. Nah. No. Because I, I know you saw it, because yeah. you did the junket. Yeah. Uh, it was quite enjoyable, I thought. I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and Netflix liked it a lot. And they want to stay in the Sandra Bullock business. So they're going to team Sandra Bullock and Chris McKay on the comic book Reborn. Hmm. Uh, McKay's the guy that made Vice, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, no, that's Adam McKay. Adam, that's Adam, Adam McKay, McKay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lego Batman filmmaker Chris McKay. It's, that, it's, okay. it's one of those guys. Uh, uh, they're doing it, teaming up. This is a Mark Millar comic. Because uh, they just bought his whole Millar verse, yeah. right? And uh, they're they're doing this reborn uh, centers on Bonnie Black, an eighty year old woman who dies and finds herself resurrected in Adstria, Adistria, a land filled with magical monsters and dragons. She's once again in the prime of her life, finds all of her loved ones in Adstria, except for her late husband. And in order to find him, she must become a hero. Uh, so McKay's going to direct. Uh, Mark Millar is going to uh, probably have a pass on the script. And yeah, so there you go. Uh, speaking of the Mark Millar, though, they did buy a bunch of his shit, and he's also creating some new shit for Netflix. Um, and Netflix is putting out comics, too, right? And they're putting out yeah. comics as well. What the fuck well. are they doing that for? Because they want everything. they can do everything, yeah. yeah. You can test ideas in comics first. Yeah, okay. For a lot cheaper. They're changing the movie industry right now. Well, yeah. I think it was Mark Millar that wrote a comic that I actually quite liked, and it was, what if what if uh, the premise was, what if Batman was a bad guy? Yeah. Was that Nemesis? Nemesis, yeah. that's uh-huh. it. Yeah. And I know that that has been tossed yeah, around been Hollywood around. quite a bit. And they're making, aren't they, been, aren't they working on that hillbilly superhero that he wrote? Which one? I can't remember what it was called. It was Batman was Huck. a villain? Was it Huck? Yeah. No, Huck's being developed into something, yeah. yes. Uh, but no, Nemesis, was. it's a great read. Yeah. You should... Is it Batman or Superman? No, it's... it's, it's Batman. Okay. It's, it's what if Batman was the bad guy. It's not Batman, but Got it's you. a character that's just essentially Batman. Well, I was thinking because there's that one movie coming out. Uh, I'm trying to think who's in it. Elizabeth... Uh... Oh, what's her name? I just interviewed her. Uh, Banks. Where, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks, Banks. Where, where uh, Superman's a bad guy. Like when he, he comes to the farm. Like he's evil. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. He's even got a red cape and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, it's a horror movie. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's coming soon. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. 
Uh, and, and speaking of superheroes are the bad guys, uh, the boys TV series. I just watched a trailer for it. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. That's another comic book. Uh, it, it's That's on Amazon. Gar- Garth Ennis. I want to say Garth Ennis. It is yeah. Garth yeah. Ennis. Um, and I just watched a trailer for that. And so our old friend Carl Urban is in that. And that looked uh, pretty intense. I saw the trailer for Umbrella Academy. Yes, that too, Gerard Way. Looks weird as fuck, just Looks like weird it should. As fuck. <laughs> and, uh, and in that same vein, I've watched uh, episode two of Deadly Class, and I'm in. I didn't watch the second episode. I'm still trapped in a little oh. town called Letterkenny. <laughs> I can't leave. <laughs> I told these guys on the way over, I, I have two episodes left. And I was like, I don't want to finish. <laughs> I wasn't sure after the first episode. I went, this could go one of two ways. Yeah. And uh, by the second episode, I went, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Oh. still have just that awesome fucking soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Yeah. And, uh, you know, great look. We're starting to get to know the characters a bit more because it was just kind of superficial in that first episode. Yeah, it was all set up. Yeah, we're, and we're, it, it, yeah, it was all setting up the playing pieces. Mm. And we started to dive in a bit more, and I and I, I like the kid that's the lead, and this is this is interesting. We learn more about the characters in the second episode. I'm in. Ah, nice. I'm in. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, and uh, finally, a couple of things. Uh, another trailer I'm instructing people to go watch is Sam Elliott, Oscar nominee. Oh, this. this I want him to win. Oscar nominee. This is this new movie. Just, this trailer. Just for the title. For the title is, alone. It's like a hobo with a shotgun for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, the, the title alone. The man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Big <laughs> I'm in. I, yeah, like, I don't need to see a yep. fucking trailer, man. Go watch the trailer. Well, I can't wait for the poster. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll have, we'll have one immediately. <laughs> I'm with the bed sheets. <laughs> oh, so there's that. Um, I want the cereal. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Sci-Fi has canceled Channel Zero uh, after four seasons, which you know that show was was hit and miss. Um, I love the Tooth Child one. Was it an anthology thing? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was creepy. Uh, great little thing. But they've canceled that. It's and, like, it's nice to see that Sci-Fi is actually trying to make uh, sh- good shows now. Yeah, exactly. Well, the Deadly Class is yeah. on Sci-Fi. It's got a budget and. Uh, <laughs> And speaking of Netflix, this very I'm very excited about this series. I think you're lying. Uh, no, it's true. Steve Carell. Oh, oh yes. See, this, yeah. is, this, is, this is why your Netflix subscription is increasing in price. See, if Tony's listening, he has to put the song in. The, oh, does he have the song? I don't know. I've got it at work. Um, anyway, Steve Carell will start in the Netflix series from uh, The Office's Greg Daniels. It's called Space Force. Space Force. We're very excited about it. I am. Space Force. Space. 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 Force. (laughs) But I read some of the uh, details. There aren't many details. There's just a few. But basically, it's, uh, you you know, Trump decides he wants a Space Force. And I don't care how it happens. Just make it happen, you know. And so, you know, here comes Steve Carell and a bunch of bumbling people. Who they are, should just get as much of the goddamn Office cast. They should back to, back that they can. That, that would be the reunion. Yeah, that would be the reunion, right? Because Carell won't do, do it like a like kind of you know like all the um, Christopher Guest shows. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, you have all those, yeah, that cast, that, but they're playing different characters. Exactly. That's a great idea. Throw some of that I Netflix know. Why am I not all? rich, Gary? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you should run up to Park City right now while, Holly, while Hollywood is here and <laughs> spout these ideas on a street corner. Yeah, I decided I'm going to make <laughs> the world a better hosed. fucking place, like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what have you been doing, Jimmy? Traveling. 
travel your adventures are taking you traveling everywhere i went down to san diego to go visit cat's sister and then while i was there flew to new york to go do the junket for a movie called cold pursuit cold pursuit that's just another it's it's a liam neeson movie right yeah yeah it's fucking wacko like it's oh it's it's actually fun what because it just looks like another movie but it's Snowy. Taken in the snow. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you something out off the mic that they do because it's, it's, it's they keep doing it through the movie and you just keep laughing your ass off through the yeah. entire thing. And they do it on purpose too because yeah. it's actually a remake of a film that was made like, oh god, maybe four years ago, five years ago. Same director, but it's like from Norway or oh, something. Foreign film. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. So because to me it looked like Wolf Puncher without the wolf, buddy. Wolf Punch too. It's. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> Like it's just it's like wacky as shit, but you're just kind of like, all right, leave him, just keep doing him. <laughs> so I did that and flew back, then went up to Disneyland, then went to the Critics Choice Awards, uh, where speaking of Netflix, Roma took it, or, yeah, for Best Picture. Critics so, Choice Awards. So watch it happen. Uh, so did that, and then went back to LA, and then oh, I. I Somehow interviewed Nicole Kidman in the middle of that. Just <laughs> happened to just pop happened her. to pop by. Yeah, there she is. She was for that movie Destroyer. She was at the Chick Fil A and just there, you know. <laughs> Let's chat. Hi. Did you get to see that movie Destroyer? Yeah, they sent a screener of it like months ago. It's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, so did that. Then came home, and then I was here for maybe four or five days, and then flew back mm-hmm. to L.A. to go to the Lego Movie Two, uh, the second part chunk. It. They show it to you. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can say much right now. Oh, you can't. You still. You still in the embargo? Probably. Well, can you review uh, anything right now? Well, I just did Gold Pursuit, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and is, it is, worth it? What, is it worth when seeing? When is it out? Which one? Cold Pursuit. Same day as Lego Movie. Oh. <laughs> ah, okay. Is it worth seeing, or is it which one? Uh, Cold Pursuit, or is it just a wait for? Oh, you don't need to go pay theater prices. So for it's it. a wait for. Yeah, <laughs> wait for. Yeah, that's that's that, a good term. That's what I start. That's what I'm calling it. Ah, yeah. it looks like a wait for. That's a wait for. Sometimes it's a wait for video. Sometimes it's a wait for brewies. Uh, yeah. You know? I like that. So did that. Yeah. Interviewed uh, Chris Pratt, Elizabeth ah, Banks. There you go. Uh, Will Arnett. Uh, what's her name? The Tabitha. Um, oh, is it? From Bro- Brooklyn Nine-Nine? N- no, that's... Uh, God, I always forget their names. Like, I've just been too busy. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany uh, Haddish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll say this. I'm not a big fan of her. I don't like her comedy. I think mm-hmm. it's just stupid. But they had this room where you could kind of all see each other. But like they kind of had wall. Like it was. It's always on this Hollywood and Vine like corner that the structure and it's always like gone by the next day. It was like cubicles. And, I mean, very elaborate cubicles, yeah. but like you know, like almost like sound you know sound rooms. Yeah. But you can see like if you're at one point, you can see everybody almost at the same time. And all of a sudden, someone must have asked Chris Pratt to start singing, mm-hmm. and Tiffany just started screaming from the other room, shut the hell up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoever has that footage, it's got gold right there. So yeah, oh, and then, uh, like I said, um, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. So uh, Cool. Well, I'll be upcoming. We'll, we'll, we'll get all that in stuff up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be on the way. Coming up. All right. Uh, I, I was going to tell you yes. something. I don't know if you saw this. going to be ready to be jealous? Mm-hmm. Uh, my ex, uh, vice principal, she's the vice principal at another, uh, uh-huh. local 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess came in who, uh, who came in, surprise visited their school. Yeah, Jackie uh, Chan? Yesterday. Space Force. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Nice. 
Because they yeah, like went some recycling thing, and he's like a huge. Like, he's he's in town, yeah, for, and yeah. He, and he's like a huge recycling guy. Yeah, he was spent the whole day at that school. What? Yeah. Did and, they know who he was though? Is the thing. I I think most a lot of the kids did. Good. But good. they, I was just like, man, <laughs> that would be cool. You should put on kid clothes. Mitt Romney it? came to my sub. <laughs> <laughs> Shaved off your beard and like run out there in kid clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chan. Mr. Chan. I, I, I texted my friend. She was like, oh, he was just the nicest person I've ever met. Oh, in my that's life. great. Yeah, that's great. Nice. Uh, anything else before we get back to the episode? Anything you want to uh, recommend or? Huh? Uh, no? well, yes? I got nothing new. I'm just well, Amorbius. I'm just yeah. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> He's rereading all the. I can't, but like seriously, Marvel's essential Morbius collection. It's, <laughs> Give us it's, a Craven movie. It's it's three it's three pages. <laughs> How they're doing? Aren't they doing Carnage? They're 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 going to fit Carnage into the Venom sequel. Yeah. Right, I agree with him though. Do a Craven movie before yeah. you do a fucking. Well, see, then they can cross over when Venom heals Morbius. Ah. Like in the comics. Did you guys talk about the Spider-Man trailer? The new one? Yeah. We touched on it a bit. Yeah. Um, I thought it was badass. It's, it's, we were all just amazed that, you know, as, you know, comic book fans from the ground up, yeah. we're actually seeing Mysterio yeah, in right? a movie. In the globe. In yeah. the costume. <laughs> as soon as I watched it, I text Shannon, I'm like... They put the they put the globe on his head, the fishbowl on his head. I'm just like they did it, and it looks <laughs> good. It, looks good. Yeah. it works. And he, Jake Gyllenhaal, did a interview, and I can't remember who it was with. Like one of the late night talk shows. Like either I don't really watch Fallon, so it's probably Colbert or Conan or something like that. And they were funny as shit because he kept trying to pl- like you know poke him to get him to say something. Hmm. And he's like, "So you're a bad guy?" And he's like, "Oh, hmm. <laughs> I have a, I read something that I think." Could be cool. I have a theory, but I'm not yeah. going to share it. I have one too. In the public. I'll share it with you guys later. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, also, I wanted to just say yes. uh, thanks a lot. Season finale of The Good Place. Ugh. Was that the season finale? Because yeah. I've got it in there. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. You're going to cry. Oh, of course I am. I, I wind up crying just about every episode. Such a great way, fucking show. I'm so show. far behind on that. Yeah. Such a great show. I've got it in the DVR. I was yeah. going to watch it tonight, but. All right, I'll be ready for it. Okay, well, let's get back to the episode after a message or two. The name of the episode, of course, is Ronan the Implier. <laughs> Please to enjoy. Woo. If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, Dr. Volts has got what you need. Go in and get exactly what you want. By Crom, Conan the Barbarian returns to Marvel this month with all new stories from the Age of Sword and Sorcery. The newest issue of The Gull is on Kickstarter now. Cheer as he defeats the robot menace. Laugh as he contends with the irksome squirrel. And cry as he eats hot dogs out of the trash. The new issue of The Gull, live on Kickstarter now. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more. And the previous catalog for free. 20 43 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsunscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Booze Teak can step up your gift-giving game. You'll love the geek barware. Get Star Wars or Star Trek drink can cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know, and more. 
plus Funko Pops, including Ivy's favorite, Death from the Sandman comic, and Funko Bob Ross's Deadpool, and even more geek wear. Don't forget accessories for wine and cocktails to entertain and celebrate. Gift cards are available as well. Located at 315 East Broadway, they got free parking at Booze Teak. Get 15% off when you say, Geek Show says hey. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me, my workout buddy slc at icloud.com one session is twenty dollars if you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time there is a ten dollar cancellation fee and why is that that's motivation and accountability and if you tell sue geek show says hey you'll get half off of your first session my workout buddy slc and we're back yeah now uh I, I, I got this uh, also for Shannon. God damn it! It's her birthday! <laughs> no, maybe it's good anxiety. news. No, this is good news. Yeah. Okay, I'm always so scared. Because <laughs> you, you like the DC app, right? I actually, I really do. DC I think, Universe. I think they're doing it right. If I had I one really if I had one criticism for the DC app, I wish there was more comic books. I would say... I think the, their the library only... isn't big enough. Right, they're... But, that's the failing part. But the the way they're going with the shows and everything, well, and it's great. Yeah, the shows are great. I would like to be able to read Batman Metal. You know what? I think that would that, be aw- well. Yeah. Yeah, that goes back to the library. They need yeah. more comics yeah. in their. It library. needs more Birds of Prey disco Grayson. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean with the Wait high collar. The I'm just saying. <laughs> you think they'll start throwing? It's still sell. Yeah, yeah. it's oh. still selling in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> if there's no disco Grayson, I'm yeah. not interested. <laughs> well, they're doing the TV shows. Yeah. Yes. Exclusively for and the app. I, a lot I, and of I'll them tell you, too. I love I love Titans. Titans. I thought it was great. Titans was a lot of fun. That last episode, I was like, it made me feel bad inside. Is that the one with the bad wig, Starfire wig? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched it yet, but it's, I will. It's good. No, it's good. Cool. Yeah. It's good card. So, good to hear. so I've been keeping you up to date on the casting of the Stargirl uh, TV show. Which yeah. I, yeah. Once again, I can't believe they're making Which that. Which is crazy. That's so and also strange. really great casting. Yeah. yeah. Why don't they bring back Birds of Prey? Uh, they're movie. Yeah, they yeah I know. Holy. <laughs> They already um, cast fucking, yeah, what's her face? The Black Canary. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> yeah. They're all in it. Um, but so, so you got Lou Ferrigno Jr. <laughs> as as our man. Right. Wait, uh, are the, you the drug real addict? Thing? There's a real thing? Lou Ferrigno Jr.? Yeah. yeah. Does he look like I had like no idea. No, no he, and he's not a moon face boy. No, and he's. <laughs> what does he look like? He's actually a good he's looking a, guy. He's a good looking guy, and he's, pre- and he's not deaf either. I imagine yeah. he looks like James Franco. You're bad, man. Um, Brian Staff as Wildcat, Henry Thomas, oh. Henry Thomas as Doctor Midnight, uh-huh. Henry Thomas Henry, from ET, the ET, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Elliot, uh, Joel, Elliot. Joel McHale as Starman, yeah. yes. Joel McHale as Starman, yeah. but, that blew but, my so, mind. but and we're talking about the original, we're like, silver, we're talking Silver Age Starman, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, they keep oh, upping so the weird. they keep upping the cast on this. Uh-huh. Luke Wilson has who has been cast as Pat Dugan. Oh my shut God. the what fuck the no. fuck is wrong with people? No way. Not even a front door. Whoa. Yeah. Jeff Johns. Wow. Jeff Johns says when I first moved to LA in '96, I saw Bottle Rocket. Yeah, I became I a huge, it. huge fan and admirer of Luke's. Yeah, and I literally wrote this part for him, hoping that someday and somehow he would play Pat Dugan. I only envisioned him. He's perfect. And now I feel like I won the lottery. Luke's talent, humor, compassion, his presence, professionalism uh, is going to be great in Star Girl. It's like just basically like they're. That's normal huge. human uh, yeah. d- friend that helps yeah. them. And uh, well, I don't know what we do. He has, shadows the he, IT guy. He has a suit, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's Pat Dugan has a suit of armor like Iron Man. Oh, he's uh, the fucking Star Girl's um, like stepdad yeah. that wears the fucking armor. Yeah, yeah he's, he's woo! got yeah woo! yeah. Woo! <laughs> he, the suit looks a lot like that that show. I'm sure the show based it more off this, but Rusty yeah. and the big and. Rusty Pat, and big Pat, guy. Boy, Rob, Rob, Pat Dugan, yeah. Courtney's stepfather, who also be the one-time sidekick named Stripesy. Yeah. Um, that doesn't end well, by the way. Stripesy? Yeah. Uh, the original hero known as the uh, Star-Spangled Kid, also Starman. Uh, Courtney followed in uh, Sylvester Pemberton, Stripesy's uh, footsteps, and eventually became Stargirl. Her stepfather uh, came out of retirement and reforged Stripesy as Stripe. Powered armor. Stripe. That's the, power, yeah, the powered, powered armor. Exo, powered exosuit he oh uses to God, fight. Oh my God, you guys. I can't even along, stand. Yeah. I can't even fucking stand it. Full tears. He <laughs> fights alongside Stargirl. Yeah. I can't even fucking stand it. Like, I'm excited for this. DC is... How is this they, happening? I don't know. They kill it on TV. It's the power they of television. They fucking well, kill they, it on TV. They let, they let some of the DC guys... Like, like DC Animation, Mike Carlin's running... DC animation, so you know, you know what I mean. Like they let we're in when, good hands when they let the DC guys do their job. But when it comes to Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers like yeah. we got this, yeah. go away. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and it's like no, you don't. Well, no, it's, yeah. it's, they're ani- like yeah. DC's animated movies are they're all fucking amazing. And once again, that's all like on on the uh, app. Well, the Killing Joke. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> but, some things that aren't meant. Oh, that's when God, but, like when, when like Gotham the Red works, Hood series was really good. Like the, they did some good shit. The animated stuff, like at the besides Killing Joke, is is ten times out of How ten, it's at up? least good. And then like half the time, it's amazing. Right. Yeah, you know. So like even that short, the, that, just, that one that was just shorts, and there was like that Shazam one. Yeah, in there. that yeah. was wild. And I'm just like, this is fucking amazing. Super fun. You know, I enjoyed the Harlequin uh, movie they just did. Mostly because Paget Brewster did her voice, and I love Paget Brewster. That's pretty uh, fitting, actually. Well, and then there's yeah. that there's a new uh, Harley Quinn uh, cartoon coming yep. on there too. Yeah. Yep. Is that Jeez. your design? Well, and that's no. going to be. Aww. Isn't that going to be in the Wonder Comics? You know, I right. honestly, I, I don't know because I know they've got Dial H for Hero. Uh, Dial H for Hero. They've got <laughs> Young Justice, and they've got uh, Teen Lantern, which was actually I had a lot of fun with Teen Lantern because a, a teenager with a power ring is kind of a fun idea, but. They're yeah, bringing it back, that. Dial H for Heroes? Yes, they are. That's like one of my but favorite things. It's, it's going to be under DC's teen imprint, so they're they're trying to go back to comics that... Are they going to do the thing where, they, where people get to propose the... Yes. You're telling oh, me that there's, there's a teenager with a power ring and masturbation doesn't exist in that That's universe? That's so weird. That's a lie. It is a lie. That's a huge lie. lie. <laughs> just, just a kid who makes mecha suits and doesn't understand how his ring works. Uh, I love uh. it. Or her ring. Might be a girl. I'm well, not the sure. D- the DC TV shows on the app and on the, the CW, 
and on Fox. They're and Fox. They're great. Yeah. Uh, I wish that Marvel could get their shit together. Yeah. Maybe ah. they are. Oh, oh shit! Look at look at shit, fucking son. Sergeant Segway. Man, he's been doing this for like thirty years. I feel like he tricked us. Um, because <laughs> Disney's app, Disney Plus, they're yeah. making they're making shows specifically for that, mm-hmm. which may be why. They haven't been getting their shit together on TV because I think they've known that they've like got canceling a, stuff. Randomly. You think they've been sandbagging? I think they've been saying, "Okay, well, all of our all of our good shit's coming They're up." They're going to put Daredevil mm-hmm. on that Disney app. I hate to say it, I bet you this year's season of Shield isn't going to be so great. Probably not. Oh, yeah. um, but cares? you know, Joss Whedon's trash. But he's barely he, he's he, barely he, direct, he directed the pilot. Yeah. It's just <laughs> been, <laughs> pretty much it's, it. Ever it's, since it's his brother, yeah, it's his brother. His brother's not trash. Um, that but, we know of. That but we they're know of. Uh, they're making they're making shows for the Disney app, and and there was, was so funny. It was such a non-story, but it was all over the internet. They're not going to make any new Star Wars movies for that app. That's yeah, no shit. Yeah. Uh, Those will be in theaters. They'll be in theaters, and then they'll be on the app. They're not going to make a movie exclusively for the app. They're yeah, making dumb dumbs making a TV show. Bird Box the app. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <Bird> so uh, <laughs> this is for real. Vision and the Scarlet Witch. What? Is, uh, One of my favorite miniseries of all fucking time. I just time. want Wanda and Petra to make out, you know? The brother and sister? It's always been a thing. I'm huh. just saying. Wait, wait, <laughs> you weirdo. No! <laughs> it's always been a thing, you I know? Guess, yeah. well, they've, they've, Sometimes it's her thing. They've <laughs> hired... <laughs> just kind of depends on how she's feeling that day. Yep. They've, they've hired a writer and showrunner, uh, Jack Schaefer, who uh, is one of the scribes... Captain Marvel movie mm-hmm. All right. uh, coming up. It's been tapped to run point on the series that will focus on Vision and Scarlet Witch. And, and it's um, going to be Paul Bethany and Paul Bethany, Paul Bethany and Elizabeth really? Olsen. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I fell in love with Paul Bethany and as I, Chaucer in fucking A Knight's Tale. Do you he was so that? great in that. <laughs> there's, such a dick. Uh, there's He's also, such a dick. Oh. There's also a very, very strong indication that Jamie Alexander's coming back to do a Lady Sif series. He was also the, the Plus I, I read really? that too. Yeah, Lady yeah. Sif is cool. Yeah. He was the digital butler, the original digital butler in the first Iron Man. Do you remember that? What was his name? Jarvis. Jarvis, Jarvis yeah, yeah no, obviously. He was Jarvis well, from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, he, Jarvis became... Became... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Vision. Oh, vision. my God. Vision. Yeah. Um, my but, heart. He was complaining because he suddenly had to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make my own decisions. Yeah. I have to be on set. I <sighs> mean, and they're making a Loki series with Tom Hiddleston. They're making yep. a Falcon and Winter Soldier series with uh, Mackie and Stan. It's too yep. much. It's um, too much. I hope it's good. So there you go. And, uh, and, and, a, and a Star Wars prequel series with Cassie and Andor. Yeah. What? Well, and it's just like, so yeah. there's too much. I lose track. And you're like, Me too. hey, uh, the second season of Runaways is good. I was like... Yeah, it's out. The fuck? Yeah, it's good. I'm two episodes away from finishing it, and I've, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, they ran away. Yeah, they're, all, they're actually <laughs> runaways this time. Yeah, yeah. They don't say. They got around to that. Finally, the boxcar kids. And it, and it was like I was telling you guys is that I'm about to jettison the gifted because all they do is sit around and talk. <laughs> yeah. That's too bad. Uh, it's 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 kind of sad. Um, and it's, I wish I think it's the I think it's the curse of episodic network television be. though because you're given 22 episodes and you're told make it entertaining and you're like well I've got a lot. And here's hours. 30 bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also think yeah. if I had yeah. more if I had more of a knowledge of the X Men like your knowledge I uh, might enjoy it more. As an X Men super fan I bowed out after the season finale and, of the first season. You oh. know and I yeah. also love X Men. Yeah. And I was like. I got halfway through the first season. Polaris, I was just like, I, I was really, really intrigued by the actress they had playing Polaris. Oh, she's she, great. she plays the part well, and they did some really cool stuff. And then the season finale, I'm like, okay, 
Here's your cliffhanger, folks. Polaris is going to pull a plane full of senators out of the sky using her powers of magnetism, and it's all going to happen off screen. Yeah. Did you hear? That's too bad. Did you hear that? Did you hear that explosion noise? Yeah, that was it. That was it. And and everyone, everyone looking up and going, "What did you do?" And then then, then we're going, "I hope Mitch McConnell was on there." (laughs) And then you get, and then you go to a show like Gotham, which I guarantee has a tenth of the budget, and they're like, "You know what we're gonna do? Everything. We don't care." Oh yeah, I mean, you you want Man Bat? Here's your Man Bat. I mean, Man Bat has not been on that fucking show. Man Bat and Jim Gordon fought on a fire escape. You are a fucking liar. He was in his. He was an escape. He was an escapee of Hugo Strange's Indian Hill experiments. Are you serious? Clayface has been on. Mister Freeze has been on. Poison Ivy fucking came out of a cocoon and was all gooey and weird. Poison Ivy's a child, right? No, no, she's she's like twenty-six years old. She's she's taking a bunch of bunch of medicines. There was some medicines (laughs) that aged her. But that uh, scarecrow costume scarecrow alone. Was freaky. He and Jim Gordon got in a fist fight versus scythe fight, and I yeah. think I climaxed a hundred times, the, not in a sexual scare- way. That scarecrow. Uh, not watching Gotham. But that, that you should be. Uh, no, Gotham. That, Gotham is like Gotham is like a mint julep after a Golden Girls marathon. I don't know. Okay. Wow. No, I, don't know, I don't know why we're <laughs> the, not watching. I the, feel like Shannon and I should have like a Gotham marathon and record. I feel no, like let you me, and I are like the same person. Okay, so here's the thing. One of my, yeah, my, basically, my basically. literal, like my most important job on Bleeding Cool is writing about Gotham. Yeah, we know. So after the last episode comes out, I'm going to write the definitive what episodes to watch so that you don't oh, go through the pain. Yes. I there you do it, Shannon. There you go. I'm going to do that. So, so, here's the thing. So that, sc- that scarecrow costume, though, oh, God, the yeah. amount of money they spent on that for Gotham, was I the think they of, spent the, for the budget of season yeah. one of the... Well, and it's gifted, so great because they're know? doing the year one storyline in Gotham right now. So, like, Rage Al Ghul blew up all the bridge. Well, and the Joker. Is blew up all the bridges. Wayne in it? No, because no, Bruce is Bruce 18. Is, yeah, young yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, also, he's, you can't he's make like, a clone of a child. He's just now starting to do the vigilante work. Like, I lost it because the, the Scarecrow's men uh, cut the power to the generators in the hospital, and Bruce is like, oh, I'm going to go take care of it. And Alfred's all freaked out, and he's like, what, what are you going to do? And he says, oh, Lucius gave me some tech. Ah. And so the kid's like 18 now, and he's been training. He's built like a Marine. He's mm-hmm. He's got that, that scary Dorito shape. The that, V. Yeah. And uh, it was not, it was not unconvincing when he beat the shit out of ten dudes in the basement. Nice with night vision goggles well, on. And, like I wanted to watch this season because No Man Land is one of my favorite. Yeah. They're, and they're doing it. And they're and, doing it. And I'll say this: best Alfred ever. Oh, because he's, he's a former. One hundred percent agree. He's agree. he's uh, he's the second Doctor's grandson. Or son is Sean Putri. Are you serious? And he's built like a marine. He's former MI five. But what kills me is this is how they set up the new season. Gordon's talking to the mainland. The mainland doesn't want to send aid to Gotham because every time they try to send a helicopter or a plane in for relief, somebody shoots, somebody it, shoots it down. Right. And so the way Gordon's explaining it is, uh, Penguin's taken over City Hall and he's taken over the munitions. He's he's repurposed factories to build bullets. Uh, Riddler's on a rampage, doesn't know who he is anymore. He, he keeps getting taken over by Edward Nigma when he goes to sleep. Um, Poison Ivy has taken over a park, and she's controlling the plants. And <laughs> Firefly and Mr. Freeze are battling over the dark zone. This is awesome. very chaotic. <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's all chaos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, and then, that's what and the then, show is. Yeah. But, but when but I it went should in, be. Gotham's never been a stable entity. No, and they ever. never they've never played it safe. But when I was all in, is about partway through season two, maybe season three, when BD Wong was cast as Hugo Strange. And he just 
Oh, he and he's got that neck beard. Yeah, yeah. there is not there is not oh, yeah. there is not a safe ounce of scenery around when that guy's on. It's just like <laughs> he's gonna chew it up. <laughs> oh, he, it's it's such a fun show to watch. Oh, it's, it sounds indulgent. I it's like that. Bonkers yes. as fuck. Yeah, very but even indulgent. If, I, I feel this way the same way as I do about Phantom Menace. Even if you don't like the acting, you don't like the story, and the sets and costumes are gorgeous. I can get into that <laughs> as a former LARPer. Yeah, no sets and costumes. It's intense. I love it. All right, so dumb. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll close things with uh, Captain Marvel because I yes, found please. I found this interview with uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, Mendo, who uh, who's the the lead scrawl in, oh, in the show because oh. he's got that Disney money. So this is uh, this is a uh, an interview that he gave where he talks about the scrawls. We be scrawling. <laughs> Did he say those words? He said those words. <laughs> Jeez, I'm Talos. I'm the battle commander of the Skrulls. It takes most of you know... I, I take it most of you know who Skrulls are. Yeah. yeah. We kind of rule the shit. Most of the rest of the Marvel comic universe are punks, basically. And I guess to quote Snoop Dogg, we are the shiznit. Oh, I fucking hate this guy. We stand above. I mean, look, we can be anyone, and we're stronger than the rest of them. Basically, that's it. Yeah, we're maligned, we're misunderstood, but you know, we're scrolls. We're scrolling. Oh my god. Please gosh. stop. Any other questions? This is terrible. <laughs> no, it's it's ter- I don't want to see this it's movie terrible anymore. because Ben Mendelssohn yeah. is not reading it to you directly. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if Mendelssohn was doing if it. If he was saying it in his British, yeah. you know, in with, his with menacing British Oh my goodness. We we're fucking scrolling. We, we, no, he doesn't we're fucking scrolling. We rule the shit. We rule the shit. Very proper. Proper, proper accent. Does, no, you guys are terrible. <laughs> ben Mendelsohn reenactors. No, he has a proper British accent. Yeah, and oh, it's sinister. Right, right, right. It Not Liverpool. He's Australian. No. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Dingo. <laughs> Look it up. You're so fucking funny. Uh, Captain Marvel. Well, I thought the scroll ate you, baby. <laughs> the scroll is at you, baby. Uh, yeah, so uh, it says uh, Captain Marvel will do all that by starting somewhere completely unexpected. The film begins in space. With Carol Danvers as a member of an outer space SEAL Team 6 called Star Force. Star Force! Oh, really? Space? Not Space Force? I wanted, space, this, I wanted the Space Force. Force. We all thought uh, Space Force. Star Force. Yeah. Star Force. I just don't know where we're going to get the money for <laughs> And that. I thought it would it would come up with uh, the, the name, and, and somebody said uh, Star Force, and I said, how about Star Force? We're going to start a Star Force, and the yeah. stars are going to pay for it. If Carrie doesn't do like a Donald Trump burlesque thing before I die, I'll kill myself. Burlesque? Yeah. Well, you have to wear it. like a tie and, I a, wouldn't do that to and you. a wig. You can wear a tie that's so long, it'd cover up your dick. Uh, yeah. yeah. Alongside her is Trump. Her, is her mysterious uh, mentor Jude Law, but playing Jude Law, playing just Jude, just Jude Law. Jude he's Law. a spaceman. Yeah. He's, like, he's from space. Yeah, he's, if, he's, he's actually a, playing tiny. He's Amer- actually gonna fuck his nanny in the movie. Yeah, he's actually Poor playing oh. tiny. He's, uh, How he's could playing- he do that? What was, who is he married to? Sierra. Sierra Mist. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sierra Mist. That's he's, a soda. Uh, he's actually playing tiny American Jude Law from Gattaca. <laughs> That's true. I think uh, he's married to, to Cascade Ice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also joining him, uh, Korath, who is uh, Dimjon Hansu, reprising his role from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. So that kind of gives you an idea. This the, movie takes place before Guardians. Yeah, the timeline. T- and, uh, it tells you where that character and, and, is gone. And yeah. Ronan the Accuser's so in he was, yeah. he, was, he was the guy that didn't know who Star-Lord was, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. But, the, but Ronan's actually the implier 
at this Ronan point. The yeah. Ronan the accuser. Yeah, he's not the accuser. the implier. What do you say? He's the hinter. Passive aggressive implicator. It's me, Ronan the implier, and I think you might have had something to do with something. What are you Ronan, saying, Ronan? I'm Ronan the hinter, and I'm going to say, you might want to keep your eye on that motherfucker over there. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Just also, saying. Uh, Minerva, who is Gemma Chan, Atlas, who is Elegenis Soto, and Bron Char. I think you're just making shit Played up, by Runa Tempte. <laughs> These uh, are space names. Saying all kinds yeah. of funny, funky vowels. And they're space. fighting for the Cree side along Cree. in the long-running uh, battle between them and the Skrulls. I'm voting. I'm on Team Cree at this if point. If they put a Super Scroll in this shit, I'm going to lose it. And if they put a oh. Super Scroll in it that's got invisibility, stretchy stone powers. Yeah. Stone I arm! Yeah. Can might, they do that? They can't do I, that. Might I predict no, no, they no. a final setup scene. for the uh, Fantastic Four. Have you guys noticed that the Avengers building, if you uh. take off the leg of the A, it's the Baxter building. Stop it. No, oh I'm my serious. God, are you it, kidding they me? have been planning this acquisition for so long. Yeah, That's go back in- and watch the movie. And they and they and they and they sold it. And they sold it, yes, oh, right? Shit. Oh, so, I mean, seriously. Well, this makes the Fantastic Four movie's gonna start with them <gasps> taking that A Stop off. Stop blowing my mind, Chad Hart. This makes it. well, this makes perfect sense because you can plant some seeds and if they don't Grow then oh well, but yeah. then you if you well, want they, to you can they, turn they it into something it now, crazy. Right? It's yeah. it's done. That's what I mean. They own it. Yeah, so they so can do start it. Start making it, and please. Then, oh. And then all they need to do is bring in Stephen Colbert as Mr. Fantastic. Oh, yes, he God. would be the best. Be well, so he's, he's already he's already played him on. I want Brothers. women yeah. in fridges for the first time. <laughs> Just you know. I think it should be. I think it should be Jim from The Office. He'd be great. He did really good in Jack Ryan. No, I think I think he you want do it. John Krasinski. Yeah, John or Krasinski go, could do definitely. Or you could Mr. go young Fantastic. with uh, go young with the Grant Gustin from mm-hmm. the Flash. That's true, but uh, do Krasinski tried out for Captain America. Did he really? Did not yep. get yeah. the part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's too bad. Um, so there he could be Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Swoon. My mind. But who are they going to cast as my favorite favorite Marvel character of all time? Who's your favorite who's Marvel? That? Who's going to play Cyclops? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Man. Fucking nobody likes Scott nobody Summers. Fucking likes I love Scott he Summers. does. He's the he only person. Emma? No, I'm one. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Except for he was a much the better only. villain. Uh, he was a great villain. When, when he when he filled Magneto's shoes, I was like, because he this was, is who he was born no. to be. He was a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit. But reading reading the Claremont comics in the 80s. Emma Frost is the only good villain. And when when I when I read the Claremont Fight books me. in the eighties, Cyclops was a really cool, compelling character because he was like the one that was trying to do everything the right way, just like me. <laughs> Wait, I feel some projection here. Yeah, <laughs> watch out for my laser eyes. Give us uh, <laughs> give us some games, and uh, we'll wrap this up here. All righty. This almost uh, turned into a fight, you guys. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, no, I think I think are our parents <laughs> getting divorced. I think you thought it was turning into a fight. I was going to fight you about with? Emma Frost versus Scott Summers, and Emma wins every time. Well, yeah, because she set a black box up in his head that shuts him down whenever he yeah. tries to fight her. Well, that's winning. Oh, that's winning. <laughs> that's it, just called planning ahead. That just sounds very, yeah. No, that's actually very romantic. I like her outfits. I like her outfits. And seriously, go back to when the, I was a kid. I was just like, if Scott Summers oh. was resourceful no. enough to make three clones of himself, that's all I'm saying. No, seriously, go go back to the classic episode of the Avengers to see where all those outfits came oh, from. Oh Jesus! Holy. Oh, please don't talk about that. Holy hell! All right, gaming this week. Uh, there's a few smaller games coming out. The main one that, that most people are going to care about, though, that makes the other ones not matter, Kingdom Hearts 3 yeah. is oh, finally yeah. coming out. Me and my friends are actually going to stream. We're going to play Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. We're going to do shots every time there's a Disney character on screen. You're so that's going to 
Yeah, really hammered. Wrecked. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, It'll be fun though. I'm getting go. I'm getting a copy of that in the yeah. mail. Yeah, right? oh nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, so for for the people that started that journey back on the PS2, you're finally going to get 13. some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's been going forever, and they've done remakes of all the other games like three times, and they're finally given an actual third one that it's will continue so the story. Now. now, have they have they broadened the amount of Disney characters in it? Every yeah. game has more Disney characters and more Disney areas. And specifically, I'm talking like uh, the Disney-owned properties like Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. Yep. That well, is actually my, in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yep. Pixar stuff. Is yep. there Pixar characters? Yeah, there will be this. In, in Kingdom Hearts in 3, there will be the Pixar characters. There's also quite a few Capcom characters coming into this one, too, aren't there? Is it Capcom so. yep. or, or Namco or... Uh, well, uh, Kingdom Hearts is Square Enix. Okay. So it'd be Square. Devil May Cry characters. That's Capcom. <laughs> okay. So it, I'm going to keep saying names of characters. It would be like Final Fantasy characters. There's fi- a lot of Final Fantasy Are, uh, characters. Are Toe Jam and Earl going to be in it? They make yeah. a short cameo. No, they don't. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> I'm like the global one. Really? <laughs> That's cool. You guys know who Toe Jam and Earl is? Oh, we is fucking per- love Toe Jam. Is Parappa the Rappa going to be in it? Parappa the Rappa is amazing. All I have to say is punch, kick, punch, kick, block. Yep. Yep. Jump. At, what is it? Uh, jump at a block. It's all in the mind. Oh my god! <laughs> that game. I hated that game because I could were... never win. That game was so it's amazing. You're stone. White, I know. I didn't have any rhythm, so <laughs> I, know, yeah. I just no, no, smashed the button. The white kids are like, it's all in "Forget the this mind. game. <laughs> I can't get the rhythms." Hey, I can't even clear the first screen of Donkey Kong, but I can. I finished Parappa the Rapper. So <laughs> See? Good. Yeah. Mr. B, if you would please. Well, I'll tell you what show I'm looking for on that. What's uh, that? What's uh, that? On that goddamn. Uh, DC app on the DC app. I'm okay. very excited. All right, I'm very excited for dial for dial H for ham. <laughs> yeah, oh. well played, sir. Nice, well played. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>